Hello, and welcome to our very first episode of Discretion Advised. I am Mark McNamara, pornographer turned podographer, along with the man with the largest, thickest thighs that I've ever met, John Arthur Hill. Oh, I was going to say Cheyenne Jackson's here? Damn. <laughs> Wait, does he have larger thighs than you? That's impossible. Quick sidebar. I recently went to a restaurant with John in New York City. It was just two of us. We had to get a table for four just to fit his other two patrons that he calls his legs. Like, they're... mm. I have to get an expander seatbelt on American Airlines for these ladies. Oh, shit. All right, Hi, Mark. Hi. (laughs) It's been a while. How are you? Uh, I'm really good. Last time I saw you was in New York City at Play at the Q. We did a little porn star game show, right? Let's wait, let's give a little background. So I have been directing porn since 2008. And now this is my lifelong dream to sit alongside with John Hill, who I went on one date with many, many years ago. And here was we that are, a date? The dream. Yes, it was in my diary. It's listed as date. No way. I mean, I'm I really sorry, reached out. Dated. I was like, and you were like, do we even know each other? I'm like, yeah, we're friends on Facebook. Uh, back when I was on Facebook. Anyway, I love you. I'm. This is a dream come true. I, I love your content. I love yours. Tell, tell, tell me. Tell the viewers who John Arthur Hill is. Uh, you can hear me every week, Monday and Wednesday on Andy Cohen Live as the co-host of that show and my own show, The News with John Hill, Tuesdays live at 11 p... Oh, God. I almost had it perfect. 11 a.m. Eastern, Sirius XM Channel 102. And, I mean, big fan of Naked Sword, Falcon, Naked Sword, you know, and... And everything you've ever worked on, Mark. Even my Did nerves. you have fun at play? Did you, We brought you on stage. We made you see some dicks, some buttholes. Did you, did you have a good time? Did you do any taste testing? Wow. I mean, it's one thing to be a fan of porn, you know? And then it's another thing to see it live up in your face. Uh, I, I was a little bit intimidated. There were dicks everywhere. And oh my God, is that me or you? Oh, okay. Caught there were dicks. Then. There were dicks everywhere. Yeah, no, I loved it. And I loved meeting Jiggly Caliente. Oh, all right. Uh Back up from my mic. Loved seeing Jiggly Caliente. I felt like she was kind of stealing my thunder as the hottest girl in the house. But yeah, it was cool to see everyone up close and personal. And really, um, I'm glad to know that at 44 years old, I can still be shocked. I mean, we did some things. We we had people put dildos up their butts and then... We had Tim and Roma, Tim Valenti, the owner of the universe and Falcon Naked Sword, had to guess whose hole the dildo was in. I mean, we really played some really fun, wholesome games. Yeah, this was my this was my first foray into like a work trip. This was my version <laughs> of a work trip. I got to go to New York for work and I got to see all of that. I mean, the, the vault of photos and videos I have from that night are pretty intense. Um, you just got back from a porn shoot. Is that right? I think people want to hear the behind the scenes. I mean, we're, we're always on a porn shoot. We shoot all the time. Naked Sword is, is the leader of the world of gay porn. Hello. And where were you? So, where was I? Well, we just filmed in the Keys. We have a movie called Getaway, which comes out on November 24th. It is a lovely romantic tale about these men who go to this lure to this island for a getaway. And then shit starts going down and they are hunted down in a game. But we have to find out whose game it is and will they get away in time. But shit goes down. Shit goes down. Just like it will on this podcast. Do you guys want to know what this podcast is going to be about? I do. Let me know. <laughs> I'm dying to hear. I'm dying to know what we're in for. What All right. So for. we the discretion advised. Here's our little pitch for discretion advised. It's going to be a podcast where we pull back the curtain and the foreskin and clash the worlds of pulp culture and gay porn. With the help of some of our favorite gay porn stars and reality icons, we will be sharing our unapologetic takes and shooting out... <laughs> <laughs> the latest headlines. We are going to be fingering the pulse of pop culture and dissecting topics with two guests of very different worlds. Iconoclast. Iconoclast, but with porn and reality people. Are you ready? I, I am ready. Let, who do like, we have today? We have Margaret Josephs. From the Real Housewives of New Jersey. My side of the tracks. Your side of the track. My side of the tracks. Bruce Beckham, gay porn icon. So we're going to find out, you know, who likes anal better. Oh, damn. My money's on Margaret. But uh, when I was in New York at play, speaking of, I met Bruce and he was so dreamy and sweet. He was like, you remind me of a friend that I have. He's very cool. Don't worry. And I was like, oh, my God, is this my husband? So sweet. Love him. Can't wait to hear what he thinks about house. Was it a date? Did you go on a date with Bruce as well? 
In my mind, it was. Because it seems like you only work with people you've dated. Me, Andy, Bruce. Who else, John? Bianca. <laughs> Bianca is on our next episode, so tune in for that. <laughs> and I'm divorced from Lady Bunny. Oh, well, shit. Why did that go south? Who isn't? Talk about not loving anal. She's such a top. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got games coming in. We have thought topics. Speaking of, should we jump right into it? This is what's happening in the world today for some thoughty toppy. Oh, speaking of Bianca Bottom. All right, let's jump into thought topics. Here we go. Uh, speaking of my side of the tracks, Mm-mm. it was re- it was announced this week that uh, Bravo is coming out with Housewives of Dubai. Dubai? Like I was in Dubai. <laughs> wait, is that a funny pun? Should I be like, wait, but Dubai? Um, Dubai. So why would they? Uh, thoughts on this? Are you excited? Or where do you think it will fall in the canon of cities that we have as Housewives fans? I am ready for it. I am absolutely ready for it. They got rid of Dallas. We got rid of like some hunky-dory shit there. And we're ready for rich bitches. I've seen Sex in the City too, so I feel like I've been to Dubai. And I don't know. I, I'm all for it. I want to see it. Is it, isn't it that play. girl, that the Carolyn, what's her name? Carolyn, Caroline Manzo was the girl that was on Ladies of London who is now in Dubai. Oh, right. Yeah, she, that was a she big... She has uh, to be in it. Right. And they're saying, you know, I wish Lindsay Lohan would be on Be A Housewife. Or maybe just a friend of. Friend of. But how's that going to work? Because, I mean, are they going to tackle the subjects like, we hate the gays here? Or are they going to go there with it? Are they... Because... Are they going to go with, are the women going to be out there showing their breasts? Like, there are things in Dubai that you can't necessarily do. We love them. We love the UAE. But there are things that you can't really do there. Are they going to tackle those subjects? I hope so. I literally did not know. I don't know where Dubai even is. I'm, all I've been told is that it's like Vegas in the sand. It's near Atlanta. Oh, fun. I love Atlanta, I love Swinging Richards. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a chance, although I don't really think I ever saw one episode of, of Dallas, but uh, they sound very similar. Uh, well, they're yesterday, gone. <laughs> uh, Paul Rudd was announced as 2021 Sexiest Man Alive. Okay. Yeah. Would you have sex with him? For me. You know what? Have you uh, had sex with him? Have you been sure. on a date with him? We've dated and we work together currently. Uh, no, I feel like it would kind of be dating a body pillow. Why? Just kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not drawn to her. Okay. I mean, I, I think he's great. I think he's wonderful. I think he's beautiful. Do I want to have sex with him? No. I don't want to have sex with him. But can I read down the list of some previous winners? And I want to tell, I want you to ask, or no, I want you to tell me, would you eat their butts? Okay. You ready? Would the you eat their butts? probably no for everyone, but sure, let's do it for games. Really? Sure. Ryan Reynolds. Eat yeah. his butt, yes or no? I would suck... Yeah, I would do, I want it. Yeah. I, I agree. Bradley Cooper, eat his butt. No, absolutely not. I would. That is Channing some, that Tatum, is, eat his butt. Of course. Yes. Adam Levine, eat his butt. Never in a million years. No, either. Chris Hemsworth, eat his butt. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Wow, we're going to be eating a lot of the same buffets. David Beckham. That's a tough one because I feel like he might use very scratchy, sandpapery toilet paper. He's got to use like some posh shit. Yeah, true. Like satin, a satin wipe. His sateen. Yeah. Okay. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. I don't Same. care if, if Let, he ate chili the night before, I'd do it. I care. I don't want like a, a fire snake on my face. Blake <laughs> What's Shelton. a fire snake? Is that a like porn a, term? A, a, like a hot poop. <laughs> <laughs> a man witch. Blake Shelton. Never, never, That's never, back never. Idris Silva, John Legend, Michael B. Board, Jordan. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, all the above. Just any old okay. butt. Great. Um, so, sorry, Paul, but we're gonna be busy eating some other people's butts. And what were your thoughts about uh, the Wicked casting news? Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande. I know you're sad that you didn't get the role of Glinda, but maybe you can be the goat. I'm okay with being the goat. I think it's I think it's great. I think I love both of them. I think that Ariana actually can act. Her SNL skits have been very good. They both can sing. Um, I'm for it. I'm in. Just keep James Corden away from it. Like everyone says, I agree. Big note. Yeah. How how afraid of you that are you that he'll fly uh, fly in as like the the lead flying monkey? I'm not afraid. I am. Um, 
I, you know what, I say he, do it. Do it, please do it, James Corden. I want this to be the nail in your career coffin. Do it. Ooh, damn. As a former Broadway faggot, uh, I'm just waiting for the call to be, you know. What show were you in on Broadway? You were in Hairspray, right? I was in Hairspray. I was in The Boy From Oz with Hugh Jackman. No, he's not gay. No, we did not fuck. It's always the second question. You really think he's not gay? No, I don't. Why? But, oh, you know, I had this you? thought the other day, like, what the fuck do I know? You know, maybe. I think he's gay. I'm okay with that. But I, I think that I think that you should sing me a little something for your Wicked Try. Here is, ladies and gentlemen, this is John Hill's Wicked Audition. Go. I literally just right on cue belched. And I should have done it right in the microphone. Done. Not that, you know last what? Time I trusted that you, is, last that time I trusted reliable. you in a prompt like that, I got laughed off the mm-hmm. stage at play. Um, I'm not singing for you. But, uh, well... <laughs> You showed your haul and people enjoyed it. Oh, hey, I meant to ask you, weren't you doing like a movie, a, a porn musical? Did you ever make that? No, I don't want to do a porn musical. Who the fuck wants to jerk off to, I mean, no offense to you and to James Corden and to all the other gay men out there, but I don't want to jerk off to a, a musical. I think that we could do like a, cause there are actually some porn stars who can sing, like Max Connor can actually sing, sing. I think that there could be like a series with singing in it, but a musical, I don't know. Do you want to see it? I would jack off to a musical if it was Cats. In fact, I do, often. Um, Yeah, I would. I think that like while someone's like, while someone has their legs over someone's head, it really activates the diaphragm. You can really hit the high notes. Just like let her rip. Memories. Yeah, I get it. Okay, fine. Moving on. What's next? Defying gravity. Um... the story of John Hill's hole. Uh, dick fine gravity. <laughs> um, oh, hold on. Oh, 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 oh my God. Technical difficulty. Oh my God, he's dropping the news. John Hill, you're just I like know, Brian Williams. Get your fucking facts straight, Brian. <laughs> I was in this helicopter. Um, <laughs> what are you watching right now besides, besides Housewives? Are you watching Potomac? Are you finishing... Uh, what are you currently I'm not with? watching Potomac, although I support people who do. I just cannot stand that Candace girl. And I cannot believe that we have given her a pass with all the homophobic shit that she's tweeted. All the other people on Bravo have been fired, and yet we give this girl a pass. Why? She is a mess, and no one wants to see her. I can't watch Potomac because of her, and that's my thought on Candace. Damn. All right, that's a hot take. But I do think that um, I support Candace. I support uh, any African-American female who chooses anger. Um, and I don't want to besmirch anyone. Who may... <laughs> I think. What? I mean, and listen, I support that, that whole. I support the entire cast, but I cannot watch it because that woman. She she doesn't like the gays. So why do we like her? I don't know. I mean, I I see what you're saying, but I support anyone who's that good of a songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drive back on your ass. Drive back. Um, okay, I mean that. But no, okay. So I watched. I watched. Oh shit. Okay, fine. You don't get to know what I watched then. Bye. Thank you uh, for joining us. I think us. that you should start watching Succession, and I think you should make a porn called Suck. I watched Succession. Succession. I watched Daddy and Kids. Oh. Come on, Logan Troy. Come on. I love Succession. Although I think that Kieran did not do great as a SNL host. I said this on my show the other day, but I have heard that he has a legendarily, amazingly perfect ass. Oh really? Yeah, from someone who's seen it in person. Macaulay? <laughs> uh, no, it was actually a straight man. So a straight man saw Kieran's ass. Yeah, he was like, you would never know. He's like, but he has like objectively the hottest ass, like a, a secretly like low-key hot, amazing, beautiful ass. Okay, well, I'm going to Google that. And in the meantime... Firm and hot and high. That is how I describe. That's how it's been described to me. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, Margaret Josephs will be here. Bruce Beckham will be here. A game, and then later on, a surprise phone call. We are gonna be right back. Uh, right after this. Welcome back to Discretion Advised. You are here with John Hill and Mark McNamara. Hi, Mark. Hi. You ready for this? I mean. I'm loving our first episode, just to be Someone has to. Mm. Um, Well, speaking of our first episode and the best possible guest we could ever dream of to have on our premiere, straight from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, 
Margaret Josephs, host of Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget Podcast, and the book of the same name. Welcome to the show, Margaret. Thanks for being here. Oh, oh my God. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. And on the first episode, I popped your cherry. Thank oh, you for yeah. having me. <laughs> Sorry. I just got the smell. <laughs> <laughs> Fire Snake, and uh, also the dreamiest man, the Prince Charming of porn, uh, who I saw in the stairwell at play, who just won my heart over, Bruce Beckham. Thanks for being here. Wow, that's an accolade. I will take it. I've been called worse than the Prince Charming of porn, so let's go with that. That's my brand now. Thanks. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Have you guys ever met Margaret and Bruce? Never. No, we never met, but now I'm so excited to meet you here today, Bruce. Margaret, have you seen Bruce's work? No, but I'm going to go- Google it right as soon as we get off the podcast. Don't. Do not. Don't. Get on a, a secure computer before you do that. Secure computer. Okay. Okay. Incognito mode, queen. There you go. <laughs> today, we're, kind of, we're going down the path of a housewife's guide to grinder. Margaret, are okay. you familiar with Grinder? Have any of your gays oh, of showed course. you what Grinder is? Wait, all my gays are on Grinder. They, they, I, first of all, my house is like a gay hotel. You do know that. All my friends stay here. They're on Grinder late at night. They're sneaking out. I'm just like, just don't bring any guys back to my house late at night because I wake up looking like shit and I don't want to disappoint anybody. <laughs> yes, all my friends are on Grinder. <laughs> Bruce, have you been on Grinder? Uh, you know what? I've been on Grinder. I've had some successes. I've had some failures. I mean, haven't we all? I've met both of my exes on Grinder, and um, I mean, I'm currently lighting something else up. So yeah, I'd say it's a it's a good platform for me. So how does that work? Like, how do dating apps or hookup apps work when you're someone who's well known? Do do people believe that it's you? How do how do you approach that? Yeah. So I mean, if I'm being 100 percent honest, I'm currently blocked on Grinder because someone <laughs> hit on me, did not like that I wasn't into them, and then reported my account as impersonation. So then it's the same series of emails to Grinder. Hey, it's really me. My social media links are attached. And they take a few weeks to get back to you, and it's the same cycle repeating over again. This so- happened for Margaret wow. on Scruff. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> someone reported me on Scruff, and I was like, I, cu- I couldn't believe it. What it took me to get back on was... Wait, do you months. know what Scruff is? If only you'd well, put out. You know, <laughs> I listen. I have a lot of gay friends. I, I'm very plugged in. Oh, my Margaret. Goodness. We always ask people, "What is your housewife tagline? What would your What would your grinder headline be? What would your name, your handle Ooh. on Grinder be?" <sighs> I'm a lazy bottom, but don't judge me. Yeah. And Bruce, what would I your mean, housewife that's the only thing tagline I really be? Because I really am a lazy bottom. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Bruce, what would your housewife oh, tagline be? Man, that's a tough one. Um, um, shit, man. I need some suggestions. Mark, what would you I know. Let's think. I mean, mine I have to be, think. Like, since I direct porn, mine would be, don't come for me unless I'm filming you fuck. <laughs> I think maybe for Bruce, it's like, I may, be blocked, on, I may be blocked on Grindr, but I cock on camera. Ooh, that's a good I'm one. trying to rhyme. I don't shit. kiss ass, I eat it. Oh, boom. Ooh, that's that's a good one. I don't kiss ass, I eat it. Good or, one. Or you'll never get fat with a dick in your mouth. Ooh, <laughs> good one. That's speaking all of, very good. Speaking We're going to have to run this by Andy. Do you have some... Um, <laughs> Some food tips for bottoms, Margaret, for people that can, you know, are maybe looking to get busy. What's something you can eat that's clean and energetic, that's like perfect food for oh, like sexy clean and, times? I mean, I don't. Oh, clean and food for sexy times. Well, I mean, if you ask Teresa, that would be pineapple because <laughs> oh, she feels like pineapple is very appropriate and clean for sexy time. I, mean, I think, I, you know, for I me, may. being a lazy bottom is different than for you guys being a lazy bottom. So I just feel like maybe don't eat. For a day, I love that. (laughs) It works for me. I would think don't eat. That's that's exactly it. You don't want to have something sugary or high water like pineapple because that's going to go right through you when it comes to bottom. Yes, and uh, yeah, it's going to come go in fruit salad and it's going to come out fruit smoothie. So yeah. I personally don't like to, I don't like to have sex after I eat. I only like to have sex really in the morning or like at disco nap time because after dinner, I don't like to be squeezed and neither does my husband. We get too tired after dinner. Did we get it in this morning? Uh, This morning? No, but yesterday morning. 
This oh, morning on, he got up too early. I was even too tired for that. <laughs> come on, Joe. <laughs> yeah, poor Joe. Yeah, he was. I was just too tired. I mean, but this but yesterday morning. Do you I mean, and, cons- go, go ahead. ahead. Do you and Joe like exchange? Like, how do you keep everything so spicy? Because it seems you you guys have such a great chemistry and sexual chemistry with each other. Like after all this time, do you guys exchange do. like nude pics, sex tapes? Like, how do you do you do anything over the phone where you could be worried about because you're someone in the public eye? Um, I don't do anything over the phone because I've been known to send pictures to the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm famous for. So I know that. But we, we call each other during the day. He always writes me very uh, sexy text messages. But we, we plan we plan out our sex life. I mean, I have a, my staff works in the house. He kicks them out early. But I always know, you know, that, that we have certain allotted times and we have to do it. And he, he plans it out. I see when he has the oils next to the bed. I mean, Joe is, you know, he maps it out. Like John Hill and Andy Cohen have done, have you made a sex tape? Oh my god! Um, I think when we we were first together, Joe does have some things on his cell phone of us that he likes to bring out from when we were first together. And I'm like, Joe, my boobs were so bouncy. I, I don't like to review it. <laughs> I don't like to look. Yeah, at it. the couple times I've it's done anything, it's a few I, like, things on the cell phone that he has that I'm like freaked out about. Uh, right like i don't have a good and by the way that tape it doesn't exist anymore it was destroyed it was it was the same year as paris hilton's porn it was like what everyone was doing just because wait so you and andy watched the paris tape and then tried to like recreate it yeah like as a joke it's not a thing ignore so like when i watched it back because i'm vain and i watched it back i was like we have to destroy this because uh my my stomach and i can I ask I just, who was topping and who no, was bottoming? No, I, I knew you were about to, and I'm not going to say. If but you said say, your stomach, it means well, that John my, was bottoming. <laughs> my Sorry. entire body was, I was, I Andy plowed myself, your ass. Shut up. I contorted <laughs> myself into something of a, you know, a German pretzel and the soft kind of pretzel. I was you not. The soft kind of pretzel. <laughs> like, it's I'm not about photogenic. It's all Right, my yeah, body is too. not I don't cute. like to see myself naked on someone's cell phone or whatever. I mean, even Melissa has taken pictures of me naked and then she shows her husband Joe. I'm like, are you nuts? My oh. nipples were the size of cheeseburgers. It's a <laughs> but, but since then, but by the way, since then though, I've had my boobs reduced and lifted and they're much cuter. Oh my Lord. Wait, have you seen Joe Gorgon? Wait, so naked? did Mark. <laughs> so, so did Mark. He um, did. No, I, I haven't seen Joe Gorgon naked, but I have heard that um, he's very large. But I don't know if that's because he's short. Did it just look bigger? I can't decide. <laughs> Who is this Joe we're speaking of? I'm just kidding. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Bruce, yeah. what is like since back in the day when you were allowed on Grinder? what is like a pet peeve when someone would slide into you? Like, what do you hate when people ask? I, it's not even the asking. It's when a total stranger with a blank profile picture just like submits whole pics for approval. No, no, like, hey, I'm Sean, or here's my face, or here's the rest of my body. L- literally, you know, like, yo, man, what's up? I'm near. Are you horny? None of that. Just whole pick, ass pick, maybe an undercarriage of balls, and like literally nothing else. So it's like, what am I supposed to do with taint? Well, like, what am I? What am am I supposed to do with that? Like, I mean, I know what you want, but it's the laziest, most like insecure energy. Like, have at least the like the confidence to be like, "Hey, I'm Mike. Here's my face. I'm into you. Do you want to bang?" Like that at least leads me that you've got enough confidence. But like, just like, do you like me? Check yes or no. It's like a third grader submitting that note to someone in class. It's I don't. I don't like it. Like, come with something more than just a whole pick, you know? I've I seen agree. so many dicks, mm-hmm. so many holes. They're a dime a dozen. Everybody's got one. Like, what else are you bringing to the table for energy? As yes. a straight woman, Margaret, does that turn you on? Like, it just seeing, like, a genital of someone just... No. Like, yeah, right? No, it has to be the, the whole package. There has to be something else. Right. And it, who are, it, who are yeah, these yeah. people that are responding to that? Like, if I think a dude is hot and then he sends me his dick, then, okay, yeah, now I'm curious. Mm-hmm, We've already mm-hmm. engaged somehow. But, like, just a random dick pic from a blank profiled stranger, that just tells me that you don't have any self-confidence or your closet. Then how do you exactly. feel, like, if someone sends you pictures of, like, them in the act with someone else? Is that a turn on or no? Not really. No. That's my pet peeve. I think that's so gross. Am, yeah. Am, am I too conservative in that? Like, I don't want to see you getting fucked by someone else. That's why. No, no that's I've, creepy. 
that could literally yeah. be from today. Now you're just trying to line up number two or number three for the day. I'm not, I don't want Yeah. That's John's being very quiet because he's sending uh, us all pics yeah. right now. I know. I'm like, wow, every one of my pictures has me being talked by someone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mind is just going back to the positions. What is some? What are some tips you have for me as someone who I just rejoined Grinder and I'm trying to like have natural folk? Like, what's a good angle for like say a flat pancake flapjack ass? You do not have a fat or flat ass. You have gigantic legs and a like a boom, John. The legs are big, but the the, the cheeks aren't 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 up there. Uh, but like, what's a good angle? Like, do I pop my knee out? Yeah. The- the best advice for photos is whatever's closest to the camera is going to look biggest. So if, you, if you're worried about it, <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you angle your body so that your ass is a little closer, even if you're cheating the angle and leaning your ass into it, it's going to look bigger. If you want the underside of it to look bigger, put the camera under there and consider your light source too, because whatever the light's hitting is going to make it look bigger as well. So like when I take a photo of my chest or my upper body at the gym, I always make sure I have overhead lights so it's making this part look biggest. And I always lean a little closer to the camera because it makes that part of the body look bigger too. I think you should take over as the voice for Mutual of Omaha. I could listen to you talk to me about like literally a hot fire snake as Mark likes to mention. But Bruce, that is such good advice. Like you should be like a photographer or director. That's brilliant advice. But it's true, though. Like, And also, take the time to look at the image in your camera. If you do or don't like something about it, try to figure out what it is you do or don't like. You know, snapping 38 pictures just sort of like, I mean, you're just going to get overwhelmed with the options. But like, yeah, the best rules of thumb are anything closer to the lens is going to look bigger, and anything that's lit better is going to look bigger. So, you know, if you're if you lit from underneath, which may have been the problem with the sex tape that you've mentioned, you're going to make a stomach or like an area look bigger. Andy's going to be so mad at us. <laughs> he is not. He doesn't care. It, again, it was burnt. It was lost in a fire. It was lost in Rachel Ray's home fire. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at her. I'm laughing just because it is a subject that sometimes came up. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Okay. So what wow. about like oils and schmears and lube on the titties? I know a lot of people. Schmear? Like, you know, like, should I schmear like some lube? Um, I'm trying to make my, my traps look bigger when I take a photo. Okay. Maybe this is a subject for offline. I'll well, email you I later mean, about again, schmear on my tits, Bruce. Yeah, I, mean, I'll wait to, I mean, that sounds like cream cheese more than anything. Where, where are we? Yeah, I know. It sounds like something some that locks. we'll have Sunday. That's for Sunday morning. <laughs> But again, oh, actually, we should ask Margaret, what, like, what are, what are some, like, horny foods that I should eat to make me, my libido <gasps> yeah. sore? Not that oh. I need help. I mean, nothing that gives us bad breath, obviously. Nothing that, I don't, you know, I don't know, manly things. I mean, even me, like, if I eat a steak, I love a good steak makes mm. me in the mood, you know, something that, something like that always makes me i don't i don't know maybe i'm like part part man i feel like i'm a gay man in a woman's body so i always love to eat like a good you know i always feel like i i always eat like a good steak truthfully i don't even drink alcohol so i always feel something like that something hearty that could like give you energy that's what I like. Nothing that gets in my teeth. I hate anything that gets in my teeth. Oh my so god, nothing me that gets too. Hate that. True. It makes me feel like I'm buried alive, trapped in a coffin with no air. Yes, Anything nothing, stuck in nothing my teeth. like that. So I think something like a, a good steak that get, like something with protein, but nothing I, that I, gives you dog breath. Dog. So Margaret, as a as a gay man in a in a woman's body, if you're going yes. on a grinder date, describe to me like what would be the ideal grinder date, and what are you guys doing after hours? Oh, the ideal. Gr- okay, so if I if I was uh, okay going on a grinder date, well, first of all. I mean, I still, even though it's a grinder date, you're going to hook up. You, you have to be romanced a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be romanced a little bit. So I, I'd expect, I, I have to do everything around a little food. So you have to like get me with a little food. So if I show up at the front door and you look super hot when I get there, you know, I want, I want nice music playing. I want the lights dimmed. I want candles on. You have to smell super good. And you have to give me um, have a few snacks out. Nothing that gets in my teeth, and I and I want a nice and I need to have a nice massage. I always want a nice massage. You we have are to. The same I like gay to be. Man. Yeah, yeah. I have to be fondled. So if you're like very massagey, very touchy, I don't want like you know just like throw me down. Well, I want to throw down, but first you have to massage me. You have to romance me a little. 
You know, oh my you have God. to massage me. I don't want first. any and of I, that. I do. You don't? I no. do. Get yes, to it. I want no, I all do. of that. <laughs> I want all of that. I want that. I want the nice massage. I want the whole thing, and then you could have any. Then you could totally have your way with me. Then you could throw me around the room, and then I'm and all about it. Are you, Margaret? Are you like? Are you a host queen or a travel queen? Oh, tra- travel queen. I don't know if I want someone coming to my house. I'd rather go to someone else's house. I just see how they live because right. if they're total pigs, then I don't right. want to be with them. What are you, Bruce? Are yeah, you if they're like low budget Bettys, they're not Same. for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We have to I check know out the way, live, they live how how way they live. How clean you are. In fact, I I like yeah, to start yeah. a grinder date or something like that with like suggesting, hey, let's take a shower together. It gives you a chance to yes. sort of like yes. explore each other's body in a practical way. Also, if they're hygienic, great. Right. Then they're yes. clean. Oh, right. Yeah. If they have ear hair, I mean, I have a breakdown. Yeah. Nose hair, it's the worst. I went on a date with a dude years ago. I'll never forget. He had like a forest coming in. I don't know how he didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm constantly like doing Joe's nose hairs. (laughs) Constantly. (laughs) All right, you guys ready for the game? It is game time. Margaret Josephs is the author and podcast of Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. So we have some trivia questions based on celebrity cookbooks, recipes, and diet. All right, it's okay. going to be me, Margaret, and Bruce against each other, and John's going to be asking us some questions. Are you ready, John? Ooh. I am now. Yeah. Should we just <laughs> shout out our answer, or are we each giving a turn? Scream at the top of your lungs. Oh, yeah, scream. You okay. Multiple choice. Okay. <laughs> Question number one. Name the Hollywood icon that released a weight loss book in 1988 that featured a tuna salad recipe that called for you to combine tuna, locale mayonnaise, scallions, celery, tomato paste, and grapefruit segments. Here are your choices. Elizabeth Taylor, Cher, Liza Minnelli, or Jane Fonda? Do you want me to read it again? Jane Fonda? Elizabeth Taylor. I would say... um... I, ooh, I would say Jane Fonda also, but he said Jane Fonda, Bruce said, but I'm going with Jane Fonda. You guys can have the same answer. Okay, hold on. So tuna, low-cal mayonnaise, scallions, celery, tomato paste, grapefruit segments. We got two Jane Fondas and a share. What did you say, Mark? Uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Mark's correct. Wow. The answer is Elizabeth Taylor. The book is called Elizabeth Mine Takes like Off on Weight Gain, Weight Loss, Self-Image, and Self-Esteem, all things she kind of failed at, and also includes oh, a recipe yes. for hamburgers with peanut butter on them. By the way, that sounds delicious. Wow. Well, she's tomato down. paste on tuna. That sounds so creepy, no? Yeah. I mean, it was that, that, you don't want to have sex after that one. No. All right, all right John, hit us. In 1988, everyone was on Coke, so the next day they would just eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Question number two. All right. All of the following Jersey housewives have authored books in the past, but which one released a cookbook with Amazon reviews saying the food tasted like frozen dinners and that you can get better Italian food at Pizza Hut? Was it Caroline, Teresa, Kathy Wakili, or Melissa Gorga? They all have cookbooks? Okay. Caroline. Yeah. I think Caroline's reviews said that. Oh, God. I mean, I would have to follow Margaret. But you know I, what? I'm going to say Teresa. To be contrary, I'll say uh, I'll say Teresa. Oh, my God. Uh, Bruce and Mark, you're correct. It's really? I Teresa. thought Caroline said that. Wait, wow. Mel- Car- oh, wow. Cookbook? Teresa said that. Yeah, Teresa had a, a few, quite a few cookbooks, but I didn't think her reviews said that. Wow, I'm going to stick that to her. Oh, uh, yeah, those reviews were, were for the 2011 book Fabulous, Teresa's Italian Family Cookbook. This is Teresa's second book, released three in total. Yeah, okay. They also so you're on speaking cool. terms with her now. Then, spoiler alert. No, okay. uh, <laughs> I'm not on speaking terms with her. Go leave well, her. Good. Tell her her food sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay. god no i thought caroline's was i mean no caroline's a great cook but i thought uh someone told me that it had a bad review okay oh shit well i really stink at this game it might be kind of good though you know at least for that yes. one uh okay number three which rapper released a cookbook that made headlines for a recipe that tells readers to add half a cup of mayonnaise to their mashed potatoes here are your options Ew. coolio snoop dog lil kim or lil wayne that's these, all these people have cookbooks. Oh, I know. What is going on? I mean, it has to. I'll say Lil Wayne. I'll say Snoop Dogg. Bruce. Mark, you're wrong. Ah, oh, damn it. Bruce and, <laughs> and Margaret, you are correct. It is Snoop Dogg. Okay. Snoop released the book Good. From Crook to Cook Platinum Recipes from <laughs> the Boss Dog's <laughs> Kitchen 2018. Uh, 
He's I mean, got a whole also, cooking also, brand going with Martha Stewart. So, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Of it. Yes. Yeah. And again, stoned people, mayonnaise, mashed potatoes, you know. I don't drink. I smoke weed and I would not eat that. But you want a massage before sex and shit. And um, yeah. don't, who doesn't don't do want it. A massage? It relaxes you. It relaxes you. I, yeah, plus I can't spare the man. It, it loosens everything up. Exactly. It just it, it it gets your body tingling and ready to like go for it's, it. Yeah, it sets the tone. Sets In a weird way, I think the massage is too intimate to me before the it's sex. It's too intimate. Well, sex is kind of intimate. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. <laughs> I mean, there's you know, they're sticking it in. I mean, yeah. Okay, next question. Cheetah Girls <laughs> star Adrian Bailon made headlines in 2019 after revealing that she mixes wet liquid into her tuna fish sandwiches. Okay, here are your options. Sunny D, orange Gatorade, apple juice, or fruit punch? Adrian Bailon. Apple juice? What are the choices again? Sunny D, orange Gatorade, apple juice, or fruit punch? I'm going to go with apple juice. Okay, I'll two apple say juices. orange Gatorade. None of you got it right. It's fruit punch. She revealed this on her YouTube oh, uh, in a video. That's she disgusting. Mixed fruit Ew. punch into the tuna, then actually dipped her tuna sandwich into a glass of fruit punch as she ate it. I don't know. It's gross. I'm gonna vomit. That's so real. gross. Fucking disgusting. No, no. That sorry. is so disgusting. Sorry, cheetah girl. Okay, it's a hard pass right. from the panel. Uh, okay, next one. Which Kardashian, <laughs> which Kardashian released a cookbook where they gave readers recipes for the Neiman Marcus version of mashed potatoes and a mac and cheese recipe that Bustle.com called dry, bland, annoying to make, unnecessarily expensive, and just disappointing? Here are the sisters. So they're talking about their personality or their cooking? <laughs> yes. Hey, yo. Um, Courtney, Chloe, Caitlin, or Chris? I say mm, Chloe. Chris? I think Chris. You're right. It's Chris. Uh, the 2014 cookbook is called In the Kitchen with Chris, a collection. These are all K's. A collection of Kardashian-Jenner family favorites. It, it, the poorly reviewed mac and cheese recipe was named Kim's Super Cheesy Macaroni and Cheese. It came from the kitchen of Kim Kardashian, the Neiman Marcus version. Uh, I have had Neiman Marcus mashed potatoes and Neiman Marcus cake, both delicious. Um, I didn't realize Neiman Marcus made food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The restaurants are very good. It's delicious. Okay, last question. You guys are good sports. Uh, Name the American rock star that wrote a 2002 cookbook titled Kill It and Grill It. It includes the simple instructions. First step, kill something. Your options. (laughs) Kid Rock and Sammy Hagar. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Hilariously, my page didn't print out the answer. Cameron, what's the answer? (laughs) Oh, Ted Nugent. Oh, he, was he wasn't another. even Ted an Nugent. option. Yeah, well, he was up there. I would have said Ted Nugent because that, yeah, he's up there. That's so funny. Uh, wow. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Nope. 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 Oh, God. Thank you guys so much for being here. I have one last question oh. for Margaret. Margaret, are you yes. allowed to say, are there any sexual storylines coming up in the next season? Any uh, sex scandals? Sex. I wouldn't say sex scandals. I'd say some cheating scandals and uh, some people having a lot of sex, but no scandal. I don't know if that's scandals. Oh shit! Okay, cheating scandals. I think we we have a great season. Great season. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna dive in. I can't wait. Thank you. I know. I so much, Margaret. Thank you so much, Bruce. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I Thanks love being on you. here. Thanks for having me. Congrats. Yes, come back soon. Thank on you. Your... Please, yes. please. And John, we'll Margaret, right Cameron, back. it was great meeting you. Love you, Mark. Re- thank you. Yeah, thank mate, you, thank you. great meeting you. And nice meeting you, Bruce. And, I, and I'll uh, check out your work. <laughs> <laughs> Why Margaret does that, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the order of the penis, me and John are both going to count down our top three major incidents that have happened on set will be right jellyfish welcome back to discretion advised i'm john hill and my gorgeous sexual co-host mark mcnamara hi mark yes i'm talking he's been drinking (laughs) all right so we're gonna count down the order of the penis our top three disasters on set i direct porn John stars in porn, so uh, we're gonna count. We're gonna count down our top three. Why don't you kick us off, John? What has happened on set that you've been on? Okay, I'll start out with the A-list Dallas, my first and last job as an executive producer, showrunner of an entire series. This was 2010 or maybe 11. I got vomited on by a gay guy at uh, the Roundup, 
And we were shooting. Not the, not the roundup. The roundup. It was outside. What? Dude, was he drinking yeah. too much or was he sucking your D? It was not sucking my D, but we were, I was trying to be the boss and we, were, we had our cameras with us and I got full on like vomit on the neck uh, in front of the, and it kind of set the tone for the entire shoot. What's your number one? Okay, so in no specific order, we were. Sh- there is a movie coming out on the 24th of November called Getaway. However, we tried to film it a year ago with a cast of six, none of which are in the new one. So don't try to figure out who I'm talking about because none of the cast is the same. But we had one model knock it on the flight, one model totaled their car, and the other four had a little bit of trouble passing their STD test. So we scrapped the movie entirely. We had to wait an entire year to make it again, but with a whole new cast. So you're never going to know who had chlamydia. Sorry. Wow. I need to know the follow-up of that. And we might have to talk about this <clears throat> offline. And then I can blackmail with you, uh, with, you uh, with it. What blackmail with me, say? John. Blackmail with <laughs> All right, go. What's your next one? My number two is... Um, Gosh, it's hard to say. Um, the next couple have a theme. The first one is I shit my pants uh, while shooting Tori and Dean in Scotland. There was a lot of shites happening on that show. But for me, my personal story was I shit my pants while on set in Scotland. And I had to pretend it didn't happen. And then I couldn't really I had to like literally go like ramshackle put together some sort of like Scottish diaper to like make it through the set. Don't talk what? to me about it. Please talk to me about it. What were you eating? It was like a was it a was it a fire snake? Haggis and blood sausage. It was just a little bit. Oh, gross. Okay, speaking of blue, my number two is I was filming someone, Topher DiMaggio, and he pulled out. I was getting an underneath shot of some penetration. He pulled out, and let's just say a jellyfish Mm-mm. landed in my eye. I had to wear an eye patch for two weeks. Never, uh, ever do I get that shot anymore. Talk about chlamydia in the eyeball, pink eye. Blech. Uh, okay. And last but not least for me, another on the same tip, uh, this is for our producer, Cameron. I was shooting all about Aubrey, which is a show about Aubrey O'Day for oxygen. And just like the last one, I walked into a dance studio to shoot a choreography rehearsal. I had had subway earlier in the day, full poop, full poop. No, what is wrong? Listen, these, you know, when you're in production, these are like 18 hour days. I was running hither and thither. This was 2010. I was like, drove, I was driving like a hot Honda Accord with no AC and just like a little dabble do ya. <laughs> a little dabble do ya. Oh my God. John, I would like to buy a bell. My number one is it was just a really unfortunate event. Last year, I was, Diego Sands was driving me and two models onto set and we were surrounded by cop cars, guns drawn. They pulled me out of the car, handcuffed me threw me in jail where I sat for an entire day. I got a cellmate. I was told I was a fugitive and I'm not getting out. The whole ordeal, mugshot and all. And guess what? It was a mistake. So boom. Damn, the thought of you in jail <laughs> is quite hot. My thighs are It was are not. It was terrible. It was during COVID too. We all had masks that were falling down because we were fucking handcuffed. And then there was blood on my fucking mattress. It was terrible. But now I know if I ever do and when I do go to jail, I can handle it. Well, cheers to you and much more and many more onset disasters to come. I can't wait to hear more. I'm honored to be in your messy, messy case. I love you so much. I love you more. All right. We're going to take one last break. When we come back, we're going to open the phone lines. And I believe we have, oh shit, orphans and widows beware. We have Erica Jane on the line when we come back. Wow, welcome back, Mark. Uh, I have to say, you're doing such an amazing job on our premiere episode of Discretion Advised. Oh, thank you for being our sole listener, John. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and I was saying, I, I didn't realize that our date, I didn't think you liked me when we went on our date years ago. I well, thought you it didn't was like, only that one date, so I thought you didn't like me. <sighs> what could have been? What really could uh, have been? Oh. We'll too late to now, win. I know you too well. <laughs> Um, All right, okay, so we at have... the end of each episode, we open up the lines for anyone who wants to call in and ask the advice of me and John. So I believe we have, is it Erica Jane? Erica, are you on the line? Hello, is this thing on? Am I being recorded? <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, are. hey, Erica Jane. <laughs> oh, hello. The Jane, queen of hello. orphans and widows is here with us today. Thank you. Nice to, <laughs> nice to be here. I'm glad you answered my call. You know, I'm very approachable. If you're going to talk about me, why don't you call me? Was it you who called Jen Shaw on the bus? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> I did. 
Of course I did. That's the only question I'll answer about someone else's case, but not about my own. <laughs> wow, Aaron what James, what are you, you doing today? What, are you running around doing laundry? What are you doing today? Are you running errands? Uh, so many things have changed. Yes, I've got to pick up my dog's shit these days. I've got to do my own laundry. I've got to practically do my own eyeliner. It's awful. Oh, yeah. Are you using waterproof mascara? Wet yes. and wild mega mascara. <laughs> yes, of course. I am looking for brand. I would like to be a brand ambassador. So if there are any <laughs> mascara companies out there that will take me, I'll jump on board. Erica, thank oh, you wow. I just so got much up from a nap. In. Sorry, I just got up from a nap. I'm tired. You sound fresh as a daisy. Fresher you, than yes. ever. Thank you. Do you have a question for us, Erica? What can we help you with today? No uh, legal advice, though. Oh, fine. Thank you. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I do have a question. You know it's expensive to be me. So first of all, I'm in the middle of a... I have a lot going on. I'm a little stressed out, as you know. Tom's house got broken into. <laughs> I won't go into it. Anyway. He had eternal bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I'm newly single. I'm just out of a relationship of uh, 20 years <laughs> with an older gentleman. Footed the bill. Apparently, everything wasn't on the up and up, but we won't get into that right now, allegedly. So I'd like to know, how can I find another gentleman, allegedly, who could perhaps foot the bill for me in the future? Uh, the kid's called a sugar daddy, allegedly. How can I find an older man with wealth? John, yeah, as someone who's dated Andy, I think you should take this question. No, Andy was poor when we dated. I don't know about poor, but he wasn't rich and famous when we dated. So I don't know. But I, I also am looking for the same thing. So maybe Eric and I can, uh, can go in on the yeah. same one. Uh, are there any dating sites that hook up uh, women who are in lawsuits that need a wealthy man to bail them out? Uh, you know what, though? I can't I, you know, talk, I'm laughing I'm, too much, John. Take it. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know, if you are looking for some release because you are stressed, I do know that Margaret Josephs, who just she just told us on the air that um, she does require a full deep body entire massage before sex. So maybe she could work you out. Wow. And then if you're open to another woman, you could uh, you could flip your car um, five times, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, there's also, Margaret teased a little, there's some cheating scandals on the next season of Jersey. So maybe some of the men there are up for grabs. Maybe mm, you could Jersey, do a little crossover. That's, no, no. Is that close to, um, what's, where not, did you work, Rails? What, it snows <laughs> in Jersey, and I, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, it, only, I, it snows a little in Pasadena, but not in Jersey. It smells too much in Jersey. I would just recommend going to, going to like a rich area with Tiago, walking the dog, and, you know, trolling that way. That's a really good idea. Okay, dog park. Do older gentlemen uh, attend dog park? <laughs> you know, you can okay, also just I, steal someone else's husband. You know, Mauricio. Just steal, uh -huh. steal. That's a good one. I didn't like the way him and PK were talking about me. It was hard to watch. <laughs> well, you got to protect that ankle. All right, or well, what? Now, I wasn't, I wasn't very... Um, sexually active in my previous relationship. That might surprise you. <laughs> he had a, he had a, a several bitches on the side. So um, I didn't really get a lot of action. Anyway, how can I get myself back in the sack? How can I renew, refresh, you know, get my puss expensive again? You got to pat it first. And then I don't. How you many know times? <laughs> how many fucks can you give? Exactly. I don't. I don't. How about okay, you? I had to break the. I had to. What is this? What do we call it in podcasts? The fourth wall, the third wall, the first wall. Erica Jane is the one and only. Yes. Amy Phillips. Thank you what? so much. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> Amy. I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, a masterclass. And I, I feel like inside setup, the you can see on, on the studio here, um, behind you is the cook it, spill it, throw it, your new cookbook uh, with Stuart. Look, I, oh my God. Yeah. Like this like is a so, billboard. They sent this to us. A so not so real housewife parody cookbook. Oh my God. Amy, tell us about that because we've been talking oh. about some cookbooks. Thanks, what, is, what is this all about? 
This book is a, a real send-up to the housewives, a real send-up, just a celebration. You know, if you think about it, all the fights happen around food, around drink, the drink, drinks get thrown, tables get flipped. So Stuart had this idea, and then he was like, you know, he's Irish. He was like, I can't come up with a, what, what do I write? I don't know much about the housewives too much. I mean, I watch some, but I don't know. So then he, he got in touch with me, and I was like, a cookbook about the housewives? I don't get it. And then it, and then I actually really thought about it. I was like, oh, this actually really makes sense. And and this should be done. So voila, here we have just real fun recipes. Pat the pistachio pie. That's <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> what are some yeah. other recipes? Yeah, do you have any uh, sexy time like aphrodisiac recipes? Oh, yeah. Uh, oysters. Ramona Feller. <laughs> Because yes. she loves oysters. I mean, you got, and you know, we've got the uh, singer, stinger, sipper. We've got a lot of cocktails. We've got a go to sleep, Bethany. Oh, wait, no, it's actually, oops, sorry. It's go to sleep, Kelly Bean Teeny, is what it is. <laughs> I really got to read well, the Kelly book. Bean, and, Kelly um, Bean, Kelly <laughs> Bean. <laughs> there's a lot of really good recipes. It's, it's delicious. It's fun. It's a, it's a fun way to go back to these moments that happened and remember, you know. And, and where can people aside get from this how book? hilarious it is, you look amazing. You're in character, even on the cover uh, and throughout the book. Such, you know, the photos are hilarious. Yeah. They're so funny. Thanks. And uh, it's funny to put a, it's, I love putting an image to the voices you do every day on Reality Checked on Radio Andy, Sirius XM Channel 102. Uh, congratulations on the book. And thank you for coming on our show, Amy Phillips. Oh thank you. for. I'm so honored you asked. And uh, please, uh, I'll come back again in character if you want me to anytime. I have to tell the listeners right now, Amy is my number one celebrity of all time. So you can stop listening to the podcast after this first episode because it's not going to get any better than this. I am just (laughs) so in love with you, Amy. Thank you so much for being here. We're now now officially in love. I love you, Mark. Thank you guys so much. She knows my name, Phillips. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to our premiere episode. And don't forget to follow us on all the socials at DiscAdPod. That's D-I-S-C-A-D-P-O-D. And email your questions. If you have any questions like Erica Jane, email to ask at DiscAdPod.com. Make sure to subscribe and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And watch the podcast on DiscAdPod.com. That's D-I-S-C-A-D-P-O-D.com. Thank you so much, John. We'll be back next week with Bianca Del Rio and Diego Sands. We'll see you then. 